Welcome to the Not Old Better Show. I'm host Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 312. Today's show is part of our Fitness Friday shows, and it's another great one in our Fitness Friday series. We'll be hearing from returning guest Sabrina Joe, who will join us in just a minute. Sabrina Joe, of course, is a favorite with our Not Old Better audience and is the American Council on Exercise Director of Science and Research Content. Sabrina Joe will be here to share important information about new government guidelines about exercise. You know, for many of us in the Not Old Better show audience, the phrase physical activity conjures up sweaty runs or powerlifting sessions at the gym or long, hard, possibly even grueling physical stress. But the latest federal guidelines support a much broader definition of what it means to be active, one that includes less obvious pursuits like taking the stairs, raking leaves, bird watching, and parking the car further away from your destination. This is a subtle shift, perhaps, but we've got to start somewhere, and this may even help us live longer. Sabrina Joe will explain what this means and that every movement counts. Improving levels of physical activity, both light and moderate, can be almost as effective as rigorous, regular exercise at preventing a major chronic disease. We don't have to be running marathons to stay healthy. The paradigm needs to shift when we think about being active. Those of us in the Not Old Better Show audience now expend more energy doing the same kinds of activities we did when we were younger, so our daily movements have to accommodate for this. Think of it as taking a pill, if the pill is the activity level, at different doses, and the doses represent the amount of time that we exercise. Depending on the age of the patient, it's not one size fits all, and we have to find some enjoyment in the activity. Not sure where to start with all of this? Well, let's welcome back to the program via internet phone ACE Director of Science and Research Content, Sabrina Joe. Sabrina Joe, welcome back. Happy New Year. Great to talk to you. And I'm excited to kick this year off talking about our favorite subject, fitness and activity after the age of 60. But Happy New Year to you. Thanks, Paul. Happy New Year to you, too. And, uh, I appreciate you having me on again. It's always a pleasure, and I apologize if my voice is a little rough. I'm dealing with a bit of a cold. <laughs> I understand. It is that time of year, and it, it actually, that's kind of a nice stepping off point in, in talking about our, our subject today, and that is some of the federal guidelines have changed, and the definition of what it means to be active has actually uh, become a bit more broad. And so if we're cooped up in, in the home, we can take the stairs if we've got a two-story house. We might not have to go too far because raking leaves qualifies as being active today. Even bird watching, and of course, you and I have talked about this before, and that is even parking the car further away from your destination. This is all kind of new. It's not necessarily news, but it's a subtle shift. And we've got to start somewhere, but these <laughs> these can add up to uh, some health benefits, including helping us live a little longer. Yeah. So um, to just recap what you just said, in a few words, it all counts. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what's exciting about these new guidelines. Um, so recently, the, um, the National Institutes of Health came out with their 2018 physical activity guidelines um, for Americans. And the last time they did this was 10 years ago in 2008. And so uh, for the past decade, there's been a lot of research in physical activity and its, its health benefits. And one of the most striking takeaways, and it's really positive actually, um, from this new report is that it doesn't matter really how much, or I should say how little you do, any type of physical activity is going to have health benefits. The idea is, can I move more, sit less? Yeah, exactly. Move more and sit less. And so the previous guidelines mentioned that if we want to receive health benefits from physical activity, we should try to accumulate 30 minutes per day, and we should try to do that in 10-minute uh, bouts. So at least 10 minutes of activity and if you, if you have to stop at 10 minutes, well, you could accumulate those bouts throughout the day. So as long as you came away with 30 minutes of daily activity and, and that was fine. But what the evidence shows now is that actually physical activity less than that, uh, less duration and even less intensity actually still has profound health benefits. So that's, that's good news. So if you're older and you might not be fit, you might be a little overweight, some of these these hurdles can even be overcome because there's a little bit more leeway in getting some activity. What what are you advising today in light of these new guidelines to get past some of this if you fall into that category of, well, I, you know, I'm just not quite comfortable getting into a gym setting right now? Well, one of the things that I like to recommend is just to realize that any movement is physical activity. Mm -hmm. And we, we get away from using the term exercise when we're making these public health recommendations because exercise, it might have some negative connotations for people. People might deem exercise as something that is too intense for them or requires a lot of uh, time or effort, let's say to go to a gym, for example. And what we're trying to say is, Physical activity is very important for health benefits, and it doesn't have to come in the form of what we might consider structured exercise. So if someone takes this into account and just moves more throughout the day, so every hour or so, a person who might be normally sedentary can get up and move, uh, walk around the block, walk up and down the stairs, walk to the mailbox and back, uh, do a little house cleaning, um, do a little gardening, things that might just be parts of, of normal healthy living that people don't really count as physical activity actually are. So I just recommend that people move more. Um, and instead of using labor saving devices, mm -hmm. uh, try to, to actually do, do some work that might make you feel good and also, also accomplish another task. Like, I don't know, mowing the lawn, for example, with a push mower. Mm-hmm. 
There's a term that I found in kind of researching for today's program. It's the moderate to vigorous physical activity, and the acronym is MVPA. Maybe you could make a distinction for us between what that really means if we're mowing the lawn, we step a little more lively. Is that kind of what that's driving at? Yeah, so moderate to vigorous physical activity, that's a mouthful, (laughs) is just a way that researchers can monitor intensity of exercise. And instead of getting into percentage of heart rates or VO2 max, um, instead of kind of muddying the waters with that language, I'm just going to bring it back to perception of physical exertion and how it feels and how it makes you breathe. So if we're talking about something that's moderate intensity, you're usually doing something that makes your breath rate increase a noticeable amount, but it's not impossible. It, It maybe makes it difficult to like, like sing a song while you're doing it, but you could definitely talk in full sentences. That would be a moderate type of physical activity. Now, vigorous, that's high intensity stuff. That's stuff where the breathing rate is very rapid and very short. And it's actually pretty hard to talk when you're doing vigorous activity. So those types of exertions do bring about great health benefits. And if you want to be more efficient about increasing your fitness, maybe you've got some some sport or performance parameters that you're interested in, those types of activities will definitely contribute to that. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about when I say physical activity of really low or light or, or any intensity really is just to get up and move your body. And it doesn't necessarily need to bring about a change in your breathing rate. I think this is fascinating. This This is a change. It does bring about a little bit different way of thinking about some of this. And I think it it does produce some uh, uh, life-prolonging benefits. I found some research that indicates that women over age 65 adding just 30 minutes per day of some light physical activity may have a lower mortality risk. That's powerful stuff. That is powerful stuff because, <clears throat> excuse me, and I think in the some of the research that you're talking about, that same research showed that even less than 30 minutes a day and even lighter than in lighter intensity than what's currently recommended has powerful health benefits. And and, and I keep saying health benefits and and what I, I am talking about things that are profound, like the reduction in the risk for chronic diseases like heart disease and, and high blood pressure and things. Um, also what the new activity guidelines report showed was that any amount of daily activity, no matter how big or small, is beneficial to those health parameters that we just mentioned, like chronic disease, but also they uh, can help, that that type of physical activity can help people sleep better, feel better um, psychologically and mentally, and perform daily tasks more efficiently. So when we're talking about things like sleep and, and mental wellness and performing activities of daily living, those are the things that really matter in people's lives. And what's exciting about this report is that you don't have to go about structuring exercise or maybe structuring your day around exercise. You can just get up and move and receive some of these benefits. 
fascinating. I, th- I just think this is so important. And uh, the breadth of that answer that you just gave, I think, is powerful, profound. Sleeping better adds to uh, potential uh, weight loss, I've, I've read. Uh, it uh, enables mm-hmm. uh, so many psychological benefits that often... Uh, have a spillover effect to just our, our physical well-being. Sabrina Joe, I know you're very busy. I just really have one final question for you. If, if I put on my Sabrina Joe hat for just a second, and, and, I, and, and you've, you've trained me really well, so I, I'm going to say something that uh, you say an awful lot. And, and I'll start by saying, you know, maybe, maybe formal exercise, uh, vigorous exercise, it, it might bring about the biggest health benefits and it might get you to those goals faster, but you have always advocated to me and and to our audience that staying fit by doing things you love is the most powerful way to keep going with this. Yes, (laughs) I have said that, and I will continue to say that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the reason I say these things is because when it comes to our own internal drive and motivation to be physically active, we as humans, we have to enjoy it. <clears throat> if we hate it, um, we, we will not return to it. So it's, it's, the, it's the reason why we see so many people, um, that age old story where January 1st, uh, the memberships in gyms explode, and then by March, they're empty again. And a lot of that has to do with people doing things like structured exercise, like let's say going to a class or or doing a a circuit of weights because they think they should and someone told them that that's the best way to get in shape and they went and they experienced it and they just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And so then those types of people might think, well, if if I can't do something that I'm supposed to do because I hate it, then I might as well just not do anything at all. And my message is it doesn't take that type of structure or, or doing things that you don't enjoy. It actually takes doing things that are meaningful and valuable to you. Um, and it's one reason why adding movement, sprinkling it throughout the day, doing things that you would normally do anyway, and have maybe uh, a productive side effect, like let's say getting the grass cut. <laughs> I just think that works better for uh, both uh, uh, behavior change aspects and just, you know, mental well-being. Sabrina Joe, always so great to talk to you. This is important stuff, and uh, you just always hit it out of the park when you are here and uh, motivate us and uh, inform us. So thank you so much for uh, joining us today for your time. Uh, As always, uh, you have a great week. We will check back with you very soon, but thank you so much, Sabrina Joe, for your time today. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. My thanks to Sabrina Joe, ACE Director of Science and Research Content for joining us today, and my thanks to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Please keep your emails coming to me with show ideas, suggestions, and comments at info at notold-better.com. Remember, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>